0: Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the Defensive Player of the Year race. And Sam, we're going to make the case for Miles Garrett here today because a lot of people are talking about Micah Parsons, Nick Bosa, two awesome players, elite players on excellent defenses, Cowboys and 49ers, respectively. But let's give Miles Garrett a little bit of love here today as well and throw his name in the mix because we're talking about the Defensive Player of the Year, the best defensive player, not just the best defensive player on the best teams
1: yeah and that's really what it boils down to right now it's seen as kind of a two-horse race between Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons but when you look uh I think Miles Garrett absolutely deserves to be in exactly the same place and he's not even Miles Garrett isn't even in the conversation odds wise like when you look at the next most likely guys to win it and there's a huge gap between the first two and the rest It's Matthew Judon because he's leading the sack race right now. It's Max Crosby. It's Chris Jones. It isn't Miles Garrett. And Garrett has a higher PFF pass rushing grade than any of these guys. He's got the best pass rush win rate of anybody in the NFL, regardless of interior or edge rusher. So I think Miles Garrett should absolutely be in the conversation right up there with Micah Parsons and with Nick Bosa. His team just isn't winning as many games.
0: Yeah, so let's uh, let's make sure we clarify that too because a lot of times when you're making arguments, you do it by tearing down the other guy. You know, like, like in politics, right? Like your political ads. yeah, you know, The other guy's terrible. We're not doing that, right? Like Micah Parsons is incredible. Nick is incredible. I think those guys are the catalysts for their defensive lines as well, right? Everything that Dallas does, uh, the attention that Micah Parsons gets, opens things up. We just saw Nick Bosa last week, three sacks and the impact that he makes. But I think part of the... Part of my our advocating for Miles Garrett here too is the the lack of talent that Cleveland has. Yeah. And the fact that it's, you know, Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, who's solid on the other side. He's been in and out of the lineup all season. Maybe the worst group of interior defensive linemen in the league. And you don't have to look further than say a couple of weeks ago against the Bucs, Miles Garrett with two basically game clinching sacks, a couple of key third downs, where he's single handedly taken over the game. So we always like to point to sack totals. We could talk about that forever, but wins and losses are the big, you know, determining factor here as well. The Niners are good. The Cowboys are good. Miles Garrett just doesn't have the same kind of help, you know, that some of these other guys have.
1: Yeah, and the help I think manifests itself in some of the reasons that he doesn't necessarily have as great stats uh, in certain ways as some of these other guys. The point you make is a good one, though, that all of them are great. Like if you include Mac Crosby, who we mentioned before as part of the the next wave of guys in the 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 odds right now. That's the four top graded guys at PFF. It's Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, Max Crosby, and Nick Bosa. So all those guys are fantastic. They all have a PFF grade overall above or at eighty-eight or eighty-nine point nine or above. Um, the top two guys, Garrett and Parsons, have pass rushing grades above ninety-one point seven. So these are all elite players. But it is amazing to me that Garrett is not seen in the same category as Nick Bosa or Micah Parsons for this award. This year, And I think part of it is because the rest of that Browns defense is bad. So Garrett, again, has this massive number of um, wins, pass rush wins that don't get to become pressures. You know, those BD grades that we have where we give a guy a a pass rush win, but the ball's gone and never gets to become a pressure. So it doesn't necessarily register in those pressure stats or pressure rate or anything like that. But it is, uh, it's a positive play from Garrett. And for a couple of years now, he's been way at the top of the league um, from an edge rusher standpoint of those plays because the stuff around him isn't as good. So the, the quarterback is able to step up past something or the ball is able to come out before Garrett can make a play in a way that doesn't happen when you're dealing with a Dallas defense where everybody up front is winning and the quarterback's already in chaos. So the, the, the pressure ends up getting home. Or Nick Bosa, where the 49ers have the best defense in the NFL, So his pressure is magnified by the fact that
0: everybody on the back end is doing well. All right. I want to tell all of our friends about our friends at prize picks, a great way to play daily fantasy. How does it work? You pick two to five players and if they, they, and see if they will score more or less than their prize picks projection. You want to tell everybody about uh, what you've been doing over at prize Picks, Sam?
1: Yeah. Just a really fun way of playing DFS. You can choose all kinds of sports, all kinds of leagues. They've even got a, Kyler Murray's favorite over there, Call of Duty. You can play on the eSports stuff. So you build your little slate of picks. Um, you go more or less than the projected line. And then you, uh, you see if you can get your payout, including you don't even have to nail them all. You can do the, the little lesser uh, one and you can, you can have a miss
0: in there. You don't have to have that one miss torpedo your entire uh, slate. And it's so easy. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. So you download the PrizePix app or go to PrizePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant, de- instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code DAILY. If you deposit $100, you get $100. Deposit 50 you get $50. Don't forget to enter promo code DAILY at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. It's all at Prize Picks. Yeah, Sam, when we're arguing the defensive player of the year, we usually use sack totals because uh, – it, it, but in this case, it's not that big of a deal, right? There's not much of a difference in actual sack totals between Miles Garrett, Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons. Uh, Matthew Judon would be the guy that we might push back on a little bit and say, okay, the sack totals are probably overrated because, again, football stats are just bad historically. They're only tracking this small – percent. that stat only tracks a small percentage of your actual contribution – your pass rush grade, your pass rush win rate is going to bring a lot more to the table to describe what you're doing. And uh, again, I think Garrett, the, the goal here is to say Garrett should at least be in this conversation with Nick Bosa and with Micah Parsons. Not necessarily that he should win. They're all tied in PFF War. They're all very similar in all of these numbers.
1: Yeah, I mean, Garrett's pass rush win rate is over 25%, which is a massive number. If you're over 20%, you're doing a really good job, and the top kind of eight, eight or seven or eight guys are over 20%. Garrett up is up there at 25. Uh, Nick Bosa is 24.8, so he's right behind him, and then Micah Parsons at 23.1. So again, we're talking about the best guys almost across the board in that particular area. They all measure out of this in the same kind of area, but Garrett is the one that's slightly ahead with less help, and it's just it is amazing to me that he isn't seen. that is it's not a three-horse race
0: it's only a two-horse race at least when it comes to the the bookies and the odds well the Niners have one of the best defenses in the NFL as do the Cowboys the Browns don't that's the explanation that's where the odds are coming from but we're just trying to help the voters Sam maybe you should get in there grab a vote and and, you know help out a little bit here but um all right so where do you think it's going to go where do you think the defensive player of the year actually ends up
1: I think it's been Miles, uh, not Miles. I think it's been Micah Parsons' award to lose <laughs> since the start of the season. You know, those first couple of games where we saw him full time as an edge rusher and he was just absolutely destroying people. That's kind of continued. I think it would take something pretty spectacular for Nick Bosa to overhaul him down the stretch. Um, and, you know, as, as good as Micah Parsons is doing, Dallas is leaving him in there in games where it's a blowout and he should be off the field, but they're letting him keep playing right and try and rack up some padded stats to help his case maybe he gets a few sacks that he wouldn't have had otherwise in games where the cowboys are up by three scores and he's still out there playing so to me it's it's been his uh, award to give away over the course of the season and nothing has happened so
0: far to give it away The one potential disadvantage for Parsons is there are times there are certain games where he plays a little bit more linebacker. You know, he's been mostly a traditional edge defender, but there's games like uh, Green Bay a few weeks ago. He only rushed the passer nine times. He dropped into coverage actually more than he rushed the passer. We know it's going to come down to sack totals and these splash plays. A lot of Parsons sacks have come in bunches, a lot of games with multiple sacks and key games, key spots. and, And I think that's a big part of it. So um, theoretically you should not hold this against them. You should say, Hey, this guy's versatile yeah. enough to play different positions, but we know it's going to come down to stats and sack totals. And that could actually hurt him in the end of it. You know, these guys are passive in sacks.
1: There's also a little bit of a kind of perception, you know, narrative element to this thing. And if you look at what Michael Parsons has done, he handed Andrew Thomas, the first sack he gave up this year. He handed Christian Darisaw the first sack he gave up this year. So Parsons has done it against some elite guys when teams have run in there and gone, now we've got a good left tackle. Let's see how he goes against Michael Parsons. It's gone bad every single time. Um, but countering that, Nick Bosa, you know the 49ers just lost Jimmy Garoppolo, so they're going to be riding with Brock Purdy down the stretch. If the defense is able to carry them, like Nick Bosa gets the credit for that, right? He's going to be the the guy that's emblematic of that defense having to drag this team to the playoffs with Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy as the quarterback. So those, are I think, are two little narrative elements to play into this, one from each, one for each side.
0: If this was any other year, you know we'd be talking about Aaron Donald and how it's always yeah. his award, but um, just hasn't been the same from Donald this year, plus he's banged up at this point. So we'll get some fresh people to discuss. So let us know. What do you think? Nick Bosa, Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett. Should we at least get Garrett into the conversation? Let us know. It's a PFF. And it's all daily.